The views, opinions, and findings contained in this podcast are those of the host and subject matter experts. They should not be construed as official Department of Defense positions, policies, or decisions unless designated by other official documentation. Welcome to Clinical Updates in Brain Injury Science Today, or Cubist, a bi-weekly podcast for healthcare providers about current research on traumatic brain injury, also known as TBI. This program is produced by the Defense and Veterans Brain Injury Center, otherwise known as DIVBIC, and I'm your host, Inbal Eschel, a speech-language pathologist here at DIVBIC. As a provider, I know how hard it is to stay on top of the research while managing a full patient schedule, so we're doing the work for you, highlighting current TBI research that can help inform your practice in the time it takes you to walk from your clinic to the hospital. In today's episode, I'll be speaking with Dr. Don Marion, who's a neurosurgeon and senior clinical consultant at DIFVIC. In today's episode, Don and I will discuss a study entitled Video Analysis Verification of Head Impact Events Measured by Wearable Sensors. This article was recently published in the American Journal of Sports Medicine. Don, welcome. Tell me, what are we going to learn about today? What's the bottom line up front? Sure. Environmental sensors uh, don't always accurately pick up on whether or not you've had a head impact. And by that, I mean like helmet sensors. Okay. So that's the big picture. And so now let's drill down a little bit. So tell me what types of sensors were they using in this study and what types of forces were they measuring? So this was a study of high school lacrosse players, and it included both males and, and females. Uh, there were 30 uh, boys and 35 girls. The, one of the things up front that you should be aware of is, is that girl and, and, and boy lacrosse is slightly different. Boys lacrosse involves contact. Girls lacrosse doesn't. I didn't know that. Anyway, the boys uh, used something called a G-force tracker, which was embedded into their helmets. The girls had the X-patch sensors, which were uh, attached to the scalp behind their ear. So the girls didn't wear helmets because it's a non-contact sport for girls. I gotcha. Okay. And so what were the researchers hoping to learn? So they synchronized or coordinated a video of the uh, lacrosse players and uh, with the helmet sensors so they could tell exactly when the head was hit or the sensor reached, reached a certain threshold level of impact, and then they could correlate that with video and in this way try to determine for sure whether or not there had been an, a head impact. I see. Okay. And so what do you think about these findings? Are there significant limitations that might help color our interpretation? of the results? Well, the findings were that in only 65% of the boys of the, of the 1,063 impacts that the sensors uh, suggested, only 65% of those impacts were verified on video to be actual head impacts. The remaining were where the sensor was activated while there was the play had been stopped, the player was along the sideline or or at the end of a goal and the, the goal celebration. Uh, so it didn't actually indicate an impact. And for the girls, only 32% of them had sensors activated where uh, the video showed that there was an actual head impact to the head. So uh, more than 60 or 70%, there was no impact of the head. The bottom line there, I think, is that we have to be careful about how we interpret the uh, sensor data, that it had a pretty high false positive rate. So with all of this in mind, what do you think are the implications for the clinicians and the, and the patients out there? We need to be cautious about how we interpret sensor data. You know, sensors were introduced probably 10 to 20 years ago now, and 
at first they seemed to hold a lot of promise, but as researchers did more and more studies of sensors in both college and, and high school sports, they realized that especially helmet-embedded sensors would tell you mostly just what the helmet was doing, but not necessarily what the head was doing. And increasingly, that seems to be the case. And so this study is, is very, very important in that it does correlate what actually happened by video with what the sensors are telling us and, and tells us that probably sensors are mostly best left for research, at least at the present time. Are there any other points that you'd like to share before we wrap up today? Any other implications that you can think of? Well, as the, they pointed out in the article in the discussion section, the, the sensor information can be important in certain respects in, insofar as telling us uh, about multiple impacts. And increasingly, we're learning that people with multiple impacts may be more vulnerable to long-term consequences. Uh, so the sensors certainly do seem to tell us that. And even if there wasn't a direct hit to the head, even if you were hit hard on the back, for example, or slapped on the back after, after, in celebration after a goal, for example, that could have some impact on the brain or, or on the head. The specific point that, that they made was that in, on video analysis, they couldn't confirm uh, a head impact in uh, a substantial portion of these athletes. Well, thank you so much, Don, for your insights and your interpretation. That's all we have time for today. We hope you enjoyed this quick literature update. You can stay up to date on future episodes by subscribing to Cubist on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have any questions about the podcast or about DivBig products or programs, or if you have feedback for us, please feel free to email us at info at that's info at dvbic.org. Cubist is produced and edited by Deborah Balin and is hosted by me, Inbal Eschel. It's a product of the Defense and Veterans Brain Injury Center, led by Acting National Director Dr. Thomas DeGraba and the Defense Centers of Excellence for Psychological Health and Traumatic Brain Injury, led by Acting Director Dr. Richard Stoltz. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks with Dr. Ann Bunner to explore TBI research that has received significant media attention.